Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about the 1986 classic Royal Warriors, directed by David Chung. Written by Kang Chung Sang and starring Michelle Yeoh, uh, Hiro- Hiroki Sonata, and Michael Wong. This is a movie. In this movie, Michelle Yip of the Hong Kong police is a mild mannered kung fu expert. Michael Wong from an air is from air security is happy go lucky stuck on himself constantly talking and smitten by Michelle Yamamoto is quiet hard boiled leaving the Tokyo police to spend time with his wife and daughter they form an alliance when they foil a hijacking on a plane flying a mob prisoner from Tokyo to Hong Kong uh, this movie, after diving into a bunch of early Jackie Chan films, including the Police Story franchise that features Michelle Yeoh in Police Story 3, Super Cop. I uh, still haven't been able to see Super Cop 2, that is Michelle Yeoh's spinoff in that franchise. But because I've been diving into uh, a bunch of Jackie Chan stuff, and I recently subscribed to the Criterion streaming service, where not only are there more Jackie Chan movies, early Jackie Chan movies that I plan on reviewing, but also they have a playlist playlist of movies, a collection of Michelle Yeoh movies entitled Michelle Yeoh Kicking Ass Collection on Criterion. So, because she was so great in that Jackie Chan movie, obviously I was also a huge fan. My favorite movie of last year is Everything Everywhere All at Once, where she is also amazing. Uh... I figured, and I've never seen any of her early movies. So this is an opportunity for me to go in, go back, rewatch some early Michelle Yeoh films where she kicks ass. And this movie is amazing. This movie was great. So I decided to go back and not only I'll, will I continue to review early Jackie Chan films as they are also available on the Criterion channel, but also reviewing Michelle Yeoh films uh so this will be the first of the Michelle Yeoh movies and I think I'll just switch swatch each each week uh go between the two wasn't aware of this movie uh this is part of a bigger series of films apparently I don't know if Michelle Yeoh is in all of them uh this movie I believe was the second film in the series uh but was released in the UK and the US as the first film and as it did well uh, they released the first film as the sequel which it seems like is something that happens from time to time with international movies especially like uh movies from hong kong where like i I know jackie chan movies similarly 
where they will come out with different titles and then in many ways many times reorder the franchise because they released a sequel first and then they release previous films later gets very confusing um but regardless of the the history or the other movies that are part of the franchise that this movie is this movie does a good job at being a self-contained movie you don't know you don't have to know you don't have to watch the first movie i never have you don't have to watch any of the other ones it is a very self-contained story um so it's great it's great action film uh, this also has great shots, like the, the directed, like a great film, just a great drama. Uh, editing is great. The fight scenes and stunts in this are also great. Uh, kind of a serious movie that also has a lot of action. So uh, in contrast to Jackie Chan's movies that are more of the comedy with Kung Fu, this is more of a serious drama mixed with absolutely great fight scenes and still dangerous stunts. Uh, even though Jackie Chan's not in it, still some some crazy stunts that happen in this movie. And more serious fights, not as comedic as Jackie Chan's. Um, and a lot more editing in the fights, right? Really fast edits and cuts, but still showcasing and showing what everybody's doing. Not really distracting from the action like a lot of modern day films that do a lot of editing. Uh, I think this is a nice combination of providing editing for action scenes and fight scenes showing different angles to the fight scene um but also still a coherent fight uh seeing everything that's happening uh so basically making the fights a little bit more stylish uh using interesting angles to catch specific moments in the, of the action um and i love the way this movie shot very interesting angles shot selection very very cool right you don't see these kinds of shots necessarily in action films definitely had a vibe of somebody that you know the director clearly loves film and is filmed in many ways almost like a drama that has interesting shots like a, a david fincher movie or whatever but uh with also with amazing action scenes um and you have the three characters in this are very different, very interesting. You have uh, Michelle Yeoh's character, who's this Hong Kong police. You have this other guy who is from uh, Japan, who's kind of trying to spend more time with his daughter, leaving, trying to leave the police department, spend more time with his, his family. And then you have this other guy who's kind of like this fanboy, goofy guy. Very interesting trio of characters that kind of all uh, get wrapped up in this opening in the opening action sequence um and you get interesting uh backstory for the antagonist for the bad guys almost makes them sympathetic on some level which is very interesting but a great trio of protagonists uh very different energy very different goals with with each one of them uh which with also great action set pieces and great fights great stunts explosions car chases a lot of car wrecks uh, some fun gunplay, hand-to-hand fight scenes, all that stuff in this movie. Even some moments I wasn't expecting where, let's just say, not everybody survives. Not everybody that you would expect to survive survives this movie. Uh, but I do want to talk about specifics. So uh, if you haven't seen Royal Warriors and you like action movies that have good fight scenes uh, and you want to see that has more of a, dr a dramatic 
lean to it. Uh, great performances. Interesting story. Uh, I would highly recommend checking this movie out. But if you haven't and you don't want to be spoiled, this is your warning. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention all, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor Show, Show fans. fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. This movie opens with Michelle Yeoh just kind of out in the streets during like a street fair taking pictures of the different entertainers and there's this guy that's being chased by like these these mobsters that were trying to shake him down and she goes to help him so it early on showcases what Michelle Yeoh's able to do her character's able to do which her character's name is Michelle as well uh with her kicks and her fighting and all that stuff fighting off the attackers fighting them off with they have like these these swords and she has like this wooden practice sword that she's fighting against them with pretty amazing introduction for her uh then the airplane fight scene where all three of these our main characters kind of meet each other uh the the entire set piece with the whole airplane is absolutely crazy this prisoner kind of escape situation uh michelle and the other guy the the cop from japan are really doing a lot to kind of help save everybody he's on the plane with his family and she's just there on a flight uh very intense there's a moment where a window gets shot out and one of the bad guys uh is like has one of his arms sucked out the window and he's trying to get back in she goes to help him and she ends up getting shoved in the window very like very dramatic scene this intense scene right as she kicks his legs out and his head gets sucked through uh and the pressure kind of uh killing him very insane there's there's gunfights there's a grenade that ends up getting thrown uh, at one point, and the the Japanese cop, the Yamamoto, puts the grenade in the like the pantry where all the food is to kind of help absorb the explosion. Amazing, amazing, very intense scenes, very badass. Um, and then we have like cuts to him and his family, and it's very like melodramatic moment. The score, him playing with his daughter, and then he p- pretends to be dead, plays dead, and then the daughter starts to cry very touching music playing very cheesy there's a moment at breakfast where he hands his uh wife some buttered toast and she has this look on her face like it's the first time he's ever acknowledged her presence it is so weird and interesting and I, i don't know very I think they're trying to say a lot in this moment because of what happens later where there's a car bomb and they don't make it. And the stunt is pretty crazy because you have the actor, which I assume it's the actor because the camera's facing the actor. Between the actor and the camera is the car that explodes. 
and he is close to the car running towards the car as it as it's exploding crazy seems like a super dangerous uh stunt but awesome leads to a crazy car chase where like cars are wrecking and it's like the type of car wrecks that feel real right cars trucks but buses catching on fire uh then leads to a foot chase as like this guy his, his family just got blown up and he's chasing after him and coincidentally like michelle and the other guy happen to be outside of his house when they're leaving he's like gonna meet him at the airport and then he noticed the bomb uh but leads to a foot chase fighting in an alley uh, and in a construction site, he ends up falling into this hole and gets the dude gets in a bulldozer and pushes sand on it. Another stunt that seems super dangerous as this guy is like being covered in like a shitload of sand. And then you have a great fight with Michelle and the bad guy in the in the cab of the bulldozer. Pretty amazing. And throughout all this action, no dialogue, which is great, right? In an American movie, there'd be so much dialogue. There'd be so much back and forth uh, between the characters. But another great action set piece. And you find out that the bad guys seem to be all old army buddies. Right? And they, they made a bond to always be there for each other. And we see this a couple times. Like later we see another flashback of them where one of them accidentally steps on a landmine and they all come together and put their knives in the ground to like hold the, the thing. And they're like, we're going to do this together when he steps off. It's like either it's going to blow up and it's going to take us all or we're all going to live because we're all brothers and we're always going to be there for him. So it definitely makes them more sympathetic, but at the same time, they're not good dudes. And there's another side story where the guy, the the flight security guy, has this crush on Michelle's character. And it's just like, it's kind of unnecessary. It leads to something that's pretty brutal, but kind of annoying. He's like a try-hard kind of a guy. She doesn't seem very interested in him. And he's like constantly sends her flowers with pictures of him. Very, very kind of a, a weird situation. You have the Japanese cop going rogue, uh, getting like doing an illegal arms deal, right? That ends up kind of being funny, uh, fighting for bullets. And then at the end, he tells the guy that he's just borrowing the gun, uh, but a great fight scene nonetheless. Um, you have this moment where he calls Michelle because he knows he's like, going to use michelle and this other guy as bait basically to draw out uh one of the one of the dude one of the bad guys and he tells her to meet at this restaurant called california and inside this restaurant there is neon signs there are these tiktok tic-tac-toe themed neon signs that are like hung in suspended in midair with like puffs of smoke being billowed random uh, palm trees around it's all black paint on the walls like a nightclub scene very weird spot named cal this restaurant named california uh very interesting um and a great ends up being a great shootout great fight scene in that in that restaurant let's take a quick break from this episode because i want to promote 
Are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor Show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspire Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. And, of course, she gets in trouble for being a part of that because she's, you know, out of all of them, she's the one that works uh, for the police department there. Uh, so she kind of gets chewed out. The guy trying to date her decides to, in order to try and get on her good side, she he has one of the other cops steal clues, steal evidence, so that he can present it to her as if he cares about this and is trying to help as well. It is just another aspect of that character that is cringeworthy. But it ends up leading. She tells him off, tells him to return the evidence. And, of course, he doesn't. But in him not returning it, he notices something. He notices that there's one of the guys with sideburns at the restaurant is part of the group. And trying to redeem himself, right, he has like a dark room where he's able to like develop the picture in a way where you can see inside the shadows to see this other guy who was in a car in the background, right? That to show that he was part of it. He also has a VCR that has the ability to like zoom without losing any clarity. Uh, so kind of, kind of wild, um, but finds out. And as he's going to go show her the evidence, he gets caught, you know, gets shot in the ankle then hung up where he's just like blood dripping uh by the the guy with the the sideburns so now she's forced into a situation where she has to save this guy that's annoying right obviously she doesn't want him to die but like he got himself into like not only is he annoying then he steals evidence he finds proof with that evidence that this other guy is also involved but because he is a, a, a klutz and just ends up getting himself in trouble, which then brings her into it. But, of course, she still wants to get this guy. And he's hung off the side of the building. And in order to try and get her not to go fight the guy, which he thinks that she'll die, he decides to untie his foot so that he falls from the this, this side of the building. Right, sacrificing himself to keep her from attacking this other guy where he thinks she's going to get killed. And it does nothing. He just kills himself. He kills himself, and she goes up there. Bad guy's not there anymore, but it's like it's not like she's going to stop. He didn't prevent anything. But, you know, sacrificed himself. An annoying character gone. Uh, and, of course, there were flowers again that he ordered before he got caught. So they show up, and she's in her room. 
and she's like surrounded by flowers that he's given her with all of these cards of him doing goofy faces just like supposed to be this touching emotional moment but you know it is what it is uh during his funeral she tells the reporter that she's going to get revenge her boss doesn't like that very much um you see bad guys modifying bullets, injecting something into the bullets. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Uh, then ending up digging up Michael's body, right, in the in the coffin. And uh, the cemetery looks very creepy as, you know, kind of great production design of the cemetery. Uh, and he sends pictures and a VHS tape to Michelle and the Japanese cop to kind of intimidate them, showing that he dug up the casket and now he has the casket suspended by this crane in this construction site, right? The Japanese cops' VHS is edited differently that shows more, that shows that the crane is rigged up with dynamite so that it's that Michelle is going to get blown up if she tries to do anything, but only the Japanese cop sees it. Only has 14 minutes left in this movie. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, are they going to be able to fit in? I was worried. Like, are they going to be able to fit in a final battle in this 14 minutes and and they were it was pretty amazing final battle where he, japanese guy gets away from protective custody he drives his car in it ends up flipping and kind of getting stuck gas kind of coming out and michelle shows up in a tank which made me laugh it is it is kind of hilarious so you have her driving this tank pushes the japanese guy out of the way and then goes and drives crashing into the supports of this building that the bad guy is in, which is kind of crazy. He throws a Molotov cocktail at the tank, so she ends up kind of getting stuck in the tank. Uh, but she eventually gets out, and now she's fighting that bad guy who's now got a chainsaw, which is crazy. Uh, and then the dude gets set on fire, and using himself on fire to light this fuse that is rigged up to blow everything up and of course they get out just in time as everything blew up amazing final action set piece i was very nervous they wouldn't end it right or the end wouldn't be satisfying but it ended up being a great action f set piece all you know all of the action in this movie was absolutely amazing uh, the gang of bad guys all died. The cops all got their revenge. Um, even though they both went rogue. Uh, great hand-to-hand -hand fights from both stars. Uh, which, didn't realize, recently reviewed John Wick Chapter 4. The owner of the manager of the Osaka Continental in John Wick Chapter 4 is, the, uh, is Yamamoto. Is the Japanese cop in this movie crazy crazy coincidence that i reviewed that movie this week and then also decided to watch this movie had no idea until i was prepping and saw the name similarity and then double checked and it's like it is the same guy absolutely crazy uh but great hand-to-hand -hand fights in this movie great stunts some of which look super dangerous great car stunts as well i'm excited to watch more more michelle action michelle yo's action movies definitely uh, I knew she was a badass, but this this will give me a whole new pr appreciation for her going back, rewatching these early films from hers. Uh, but I had a lot of fun. So if you want a good action movie, check out Royal Warriors. 
wherever you can. It's currently on uh, Criterion Channel. But I want to thank everybody for tuning into this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on Royal Warriors. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder. Until next time, enjoy the show. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.